Don Sweeney has done it again, folks, with one day remaining before the NHL's trade deadline. He has made a move with the Detroit Red Wings, picking up Tyler Bertuzzi. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke B. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Every single day, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And what a day it is. Throwing my plan out for today's podcast to talk about the breaking news that is the Boston Bruins making a deal with the Detroit Red Wings to secure the services of Tyler Bertuzzi. And he is a guy that I am so excited about. I have been watching him play for the past decade when he was part of the Guelph Storm, the OHL champion Guelph Storm team back in 2015 and uh, I think he's going to be a great addition. We're going to talk about the deal, uh, what this means in terms of how they're able to pull this off and also take a quick look at the Buffalo Sabres game which is scheduled to be played tonight. First a quick reminder you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, I had planned to talk today about some questions that I had heading into the trade deadline. Now, those questions were, how hurt are Taylor Hall and Nick Felino? Who's getting called up? To replace them, they're both doubtful for tonight's game, if not for several games coming up. Are there any more trades in the works? And when is David Posternak signing his contract extension? We're getting a couple of those questions answered here this morning with the trade that has been not officially announced, but the details are coming out. It was first reported by Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. Pierre Lebrun jumping in with the return. The Red Wings trading Tyler Bertuzzi to the Boston Bruins for a 2024 first round pick, which is protected, and a 2025 fourth round pick. The Bruins, after last week's trade with the Washington Capitals, now will only have one pick in the first two rounds over the next three years. That's their 2025 first round pick. They don't have a second. Well, they already traded their first this year to Washington. That was subsequently flipped to the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Rasmus Sandin trade. Their first next year, now gone to Detroit. Their second this year and next 
was sent to Anaheim last year in the Hampus Lindholm trade. And uh, their second in 2025 was part of the Hathaway and Orlov trade. So one way for Don Sweeney to avoid being criticized about his draft picks is just not to make any. And that will be the case uh, over the next few years. Very quiet on draft day. What are the Bruins getting in Tyler Bertuzzi? Well, I suggested picking him up on yes yesterday on Twitter, and I got some uh, backlash on that, saying he hasn't been very good this season, which is true. He's had two hand injuries, one on each hand, and that has kept his production down. 29 games played, four goals, 10 assists. What you have to also consider is the fact that he is shooting only 6.5%, which is 8% down from his career average of 14.5. Last year, he had 30 goals and 32 assists for 62 points in 68 games, all career highs for Tyler Bertuzzi. Now Bertuzzi is set to become an unrestricted free agent this summer. He's a guy I would love to see remain in black and gold. I've long uh, considered him to be kind of a Brad Marchand light type of player, capable of scoring, but also gets in your face, mixes it up. Also somewhat controversial, you know, last or a couple years ago, didn't want to get his shots and therefore could not play games in Canada under COVID-19 protocols. He's got a $4.75 million cap hit. And there's questions about how the Boston Bruins could possibly fit him in under the cap. Well, to go along with this, Darren Dreger of TSN saying injuries have factored into this one. Taylor Hall, who was sent home from the West Coast road trip with a lower body injury, is seeking a second opinion, and the follow-up assessment will determine how long he's out of the Bruins lineup. Therefore, if um, Hall is out for any length of time, they can place him on LTIR, and therefore not have to shed any cap space, perhaps Kucherov him, save him for the playoffs. Now, the NHL did say they were going to put deals under scrutiny if there's any cap circumvention going on, but if Hall is legitimately injured, then there should be no problem. And here are the Bruins making the deal official. Don Sweeney announcing the Bruins have acquired forward Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings in exchange for a 2024 first round pick, which is top 10 protected and a 2025 fourth round pick. Detroit is also retaining 50% of Bertuzzi's salary, which is not something to be overlooked. All right, let's regroup and talk more about this trade and what it means for the Boston Bruins. First, a quick word about today's sponsor, FanDuel. 
Now, FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On and the NBA. We're well past the midway point of the NBA season, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Why? Well, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe and secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. The trade deadline, obviously tomorrow afternoon. Bruins making some moves here and... You can join us live on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern as the Locked On hosts break down the biggest deals from across the league. Locked On Podcast Network is, of course, your favorite team every day. We're going to have some bonus content coming up with respect to the Taylor Hall trade, and or sorry, Tyler Bertuzzi trade, Taylor Hall injury, and what it all means uh, up on Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, so subscribe so that you never miss a thing. All right, let's re- recap here. A wild morning as the Boston Bruins pulling off a trade with the Detroit Red Wings, who are clearly in sell mode after trading Philip Ronick to the Vancouver Canucks for a first round pick yesterday and trading for a first-round pick from the Boston Bruins in 2024, sending Tyler Bertuzzi, who will now don the black and gold. I love this so much. Like I said, I have been a Bertuzzi fan for quite some time now. I moved to Guelph in about uh, 2010, 2011. That's when he came on the scene as a member of the Guelph Storm. He is, of course... Todd Bertuzzi's nephew. Todd played for the Guelph Storm as well and also um, has his number retired in the uh, the rafters. Now, the Guelph Storm were very successful in his time with the club, winning the OHL championship Uh, along with now former Red Wings, Robbie Fabry, Pius Suter. There was a lot of uh, great players on that team. Brock McGinn, Jason Dickinson, uh, Ben Harper, who's in the NHL now. In 2013-2014, he was limited to 29 regular season games, had 34 points, chipped in 10 goals 17 points in 18 games in the playoffs that year. The following year, he uh, had 43 goals and 55 points for the Guelph Storm, which uh, which was a ridiculous season and very entertaining to watch. Sorry, Bessie in the back. 
is uh, playing with a ping pong ball or something. As Larry Merlot, who covers the Guelph Storm, the radio guy, mentioned, he has been a very effective player in the playoffs in the past for both the Guelph Storm and the Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids Griffins. 19 points in 19 playoff games for the Griffins in 2016-2017. Never got a chance to play in the playoffs with the Detroit Red Wings. He's coming to uh, Boston. He is a pending unrestricted free agent. So he's playing for a new contract. He's also now has as legitimate a shot at a Stanley Cup as you're ever going to get. You can be sure he's going to come in guns blazing, looking to make a good impression on the Bruins, looking to win a cup, and also looking to maximize his value as a pending unrestricted free agent if he were to hit the open market. I would love to have him sign with the Bruins. Of course, there's Pasternak contract considerations. There's cap overage considerations to keep in mind next year with the bonuses owed to Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. But for now, I think he's going to make a fantastic Bruin. Again, last just last season, career highs and goals, points, and um, yeah. Again, low production this season, but career low shooting percentage. And it looks like, uh, yeah, those numbers can only rebound as he continues to get healthy. Now, will Taylor Hall go on LTIR? Is Nick Felino out for any length of time? Who actually knows? But with the Bruins only having to absorb 50% of Bertuzzi's contract, then the Bruins remain in a decent spot regardless. They're now 426000 over the cap limit. So they're going to have to make some sort of move here prior to tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. Cap friendly reminding us that they have until 5 p.m. to make a corresponding move. Big picture, Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin. He is going to fit in fantastically, I believe. Uh, just strength strengthens the Bruins' forward core. I've been saying for a while they need an extra score in the bottom six. He, he can play top six minutes, to be sure. Uh, he can play both sides of the ice, and he can also... Mix it up. You don't want to play a team that has Brad Marchand, Tyler Bertuzzi, Garnet Hathaway, Trent Frederick, even AJ Greer, Nick Felino. These guys will get in your face and will make things so difficult for you in the playoffs. Now, the Eastern Conference, still a murderer's row of competition. The Maple Leafs making big moves. The Lightning probably still yet to pull something off after acquiring Tanner Janot last week. We all know the Rangers are loading up. The Devils have loaded up with Timo Meyer. Uh, 
The Carolina Hurricanes have made a couple moves, adding Jesse Pugliarvi, Shane Gostas-Bear. Top six teams in the NHL, all from the Eastern Conference. So it's going to be incredibly difficult, but the Bruins are doing everything they can to compete and go all in to win it this season. And I, for one, am very for that, of course. Another quick break here before we tee up tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. First, a quick word about Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. And with Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. This offer is valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The key should be hanging there. My wife is about to go to Costco. Please get me some uh, pizza crusts. Thank you. Costco pizzas. Mm. Quick side note. Great recommendation there. Gluten-free, of course. All right. So the Bruins in line to play the Buffalo Sabres tonight, a team that's 5-5 five and five over their last 10, but looking to secure a wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. Right now, in terms of point percentage, the Sabres are in eighth place with a plus 15 goal differential. 31, 24, and 4. Uh, they trail the Islanders and Penguins in points. They're three back of the Penguins for the second spot. Four back of the Islanders, but they have five games in hand on New York, which is key there. Of course, games in hand only mean as much as what you do with them, and the Sabres will be in tough to beat the Boston Bruins tonight. Not sure if Bertuzzi will be in the lineup. I'd love to see it. Uh, But if not, they might have to call somebody up to make up for the loss of Nick Foligno and Taylor Hall. Sabres, of course, ridiculously talented Offensively, Tage Thompson leads them in points, nine over his last five games, five goals, four assists. They have the second-ranked offense in the NHL, 3.76 goals per game. The Bruins just behind at 3.73. Where the Sabres struggle a bit is defensively, allowing a 25th-ranked 3.51 goals per game. The Bruins, of course, only allowing 2.1. Special teams could be key here. Buffalo's penalty kill is ranked 31st in the NHL, whereas Boston's is ranked 1st. The 
Sabres do have the edge on the power play. They are ranked sixth, where Boston is ranked eighth. So if Boston's penalty kill can come up big and they can sneak one past the Sabres, one or two, then should be all right. Now, these two teams have played twice so far this season. Boston winning in November, 3-1. to one. Sabres winning back on New Year's Eve, 4-3. to three. So this will decide the season series here tonight between the Bruins and the uh, Bruins and the Sabres. Now, the big story, of course, Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin, and there's still a lot to consider here. Is Taylor Hall hurt? Will he be out long-term? How are the Bruins going to get under the cap? Like I mentioned, they're about 500 grand over at the moment. Um, can they flip Mike Riley's contract? Chris Wagner's contract? Probably not. Um, do they trade Jakobs Borrell? Because now they're pretty set on defense with eight defensemen under contract currently. And what does this mean for the Bruins long-term? That's a story for another day. Um, I've already seen suggestions that the Bruins are acting as though they know Bergeron Krejci, maybe Pasternak won't be back next season. They're really going for it and then going into a full-on rebuild. There's no guarantee that any of those guys won't be back next season. Of course, Pasternak still needs to be signed. I would love to see them re-sign Bertuzzi. When healthy, the Bruins have a pretty sick lineup of Marchand, Bergeron, DeBrusque, Zaka, Krejci, Pasternak, Hall, Coyle, Bertuzzi, Felino, Frederick, Hathaway. Holy, that is unreal. I would love to see that. Anyways, that's it for now. I will bring you all the latest on tomorrow's episode. Full recap of the Sabres game, corresponding moves, perhaps Zborl or Greer sent to Providence. Felino Hall placed on LTIR. Make a cap clearing trade. Something has to happen before 5 p.m. And uh, there'll be more reaction for this trade on YouTube later on. So do subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins on the YouTube channel. Uh, and anything else that happens, I will be sure to keep you updated. Um, yeah, could not be more excited that Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin full stop. This is a great trade. I don't care about picks right now. I want the Bruins to win the Stanley cup and this makes them better right now by the, like all the moves that Sweeney's done the last couple of weeks. I, I just am so, uh, happy and trades remain a strength of his. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen. Subscribe if you haven't already to Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.